0: Hi, and welcome to the joyce to be podcast. I'm your host, Dasha, and I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, imagine the life where you feel excited as you wake up every morning, where you love what you do, and you feel inspired, and you love the people you're going to interact with, where you feel safe and confident and calm and peaceful and happy and joyous to just be and live and explore this beautiful life looking forward to miracles that you know are on their way to you, where you trust God and are ready to co-create your amazing life with the universe, leading your people to a better, high-quality, abundant life full of magic. This is where I'm going and on this podcast, I share with you what I learned on my way there. How to fall in love with yourself and how to believe in your dreams. How to build beautiful relationships with people around you. How to set healthy boundaries and how to stay sane and learn to trust your God. How to shift through fears and let things be easy. And many, many more things we need to master on our way to that beautiful life. So, are you coming with me? Hi guys, welcome. So today's episode is going to be a book talk. I recorded a video for my YouTube channel where I talked about the book that I was reading called Money and the Law of Attraction by Esther and Jerry Hicks and it ended up being a long video. I recorded three parts in three different days after I read like some part of the book I shared my insights and the ideas that I enjoyed and the practices that I tried, what worked what didn't. And so, like, this video has three parts and each part has incredible, useful, amazing insights on how to manifest money and how to, like, how the law of attraction applies to money manifestation. And so I decided that this information is so precious that I want to share it with my podcast listeners too, but if you prefer a video version, I will leave the link in the show notes for you. I will also leave the link to all the videos that I mentioned in this video, in this recording, and you will also find them in the show notes. And so to not make this episode longer than it already is going to be, let's just dive in. It's going to be so precious. I'm so happy you get to hear this. Okay, part one, September 20th. Hi guys, welcome to my channel. So I want to try something new here because two years ago when I started my YouTube channel I actually wanted to be a book blogger, but it turned out that I don't like all the books that I'm reading, like all the books that I made myself read. But I really like reading self-development stuff, spiritual growth, and like all the books about this, about the law of attraction. So the theme of my channel will still be the same. But ever since I stopped reading for my book blog experiment, like booktube experiment, I didn't read much. I read some books, but not a lot of books, because I was trying so hard to become a booktuber in the beginning that I... What's the word I'm looking for? Over what? Over what? No, over... Burned out. That I burned out because I read a bunch of serious novels. What was it? It was Hunchback of Notre Dame. And then after that, right after that, without taking any breaks, like nothing, I read Karamazov Brothers and I didn't enjoy that. And so after that, I burned out and I decided to not read ever again. (laughs) Unless it's like self-help books because I really love those. And so for the past few months, I'm reading this book. I know it's thin, but you know, self-help books. And this is a book from Abraham Hicks, Esther and Jerry Hicks. I mean, they are like... They have too much information. It's not like you can just, you know, start and and finish at the same day. I mean, you probably can. But I want to learn this information, you know? I want to use it to make my life better. This is why it takes more time to read. But I'm also procrastinating a lot. And so I decided to have this kind of book, like what, reading, reading journal, like reading vlog, where I could share with you from time to time what I'm reading about and, like, the useful information that I find and that I experiment with. And so this book that I'm reading currently, and I'm, like, halfway through it, is called, in English, let me check. So in English, it's called Money and the Law of Attraction. Learning to attract wealth, health, and happiness. That makes more sense because this book, like... I've read, like, maybe half of it, and I'm reading on my phone, but it's not really about money and the law of attraction. They actually have a typo. They wrote law of attraction, like L-O-W. And this book is in Russian because they couldn't find it in English anywhere, and the translation is terrible. I'm listening to Abraham Hicks on YouTube daily, and if not daily, then weekly, but probably, like, almost daily. And I know what they're talking about, I understand what they're talking about. But this book is, I wouldn't say a disaster, I can't say a disaster, but it feels like a person who is translating it doesn't really like listen to a lot of Abraham Hicks on their free time. This is why, like, some of the passages don't make much sense. But I'm trying to guess here because, like, I know what Abraham usually is talking about. So, And since I love handwriting, when I like some quotes very much, I write them down on my free time. Like, when I'm listening to something, I'm just rewriting stuff. And so I have a separate notepad for my quotes. And today I'm going to share with you, like, a couple things that work, that I tried, and that they're talking about. And maybe a couple of principles um, that I want to share with you because they are like so precious. So we'll see. And the first thing that comes to mind that I want to share with you is this practice that they are talking about that helps you to shift your vibration, like to go from low vibe to high vibe. And I'm not sure how this practice is originally called, because again, the book that I'm reading is in Russian, like it's Russian translation. And here it's called like a u-turn what they are offering you to do is when you observe your reality like when you don't like when you try to feel good right and you find yourself observing your reality too much like and it it's not making you happier because you want to change your mood you want to feel good because you know how the law of attraction works but at the same time there's not enough Things that you can notice right away in your reality, in your present reality, that makes you happy. So, what you do is you use that. Like, for example, you find yourself thinking about something unpleasant, something that messes up with your mood. And the main skill that you need to work on is you just, you know, switch on. You just turn on and you're like, you turn on awareness, And you realize that you're thinking negative thoughts. And then you use what you've been just thinking about. You use that. So, for example, like you're thinking about how your life is hard and how like things are not working out. And maybe like you don't have a significant other and you're dreaming about, you know, finding love, finding life partner. And then you realize that you're doing this. And what you do next is you say, okay, this, what I've been thinking about, this is what I don't want, but what do I want? And you start doing the opposite of what you just were doing when you were just observing the reality. You think, I don't want to be alone, so instead, I want to be with somebody, you know, I want have somebody in my life and i want to meet my person so we could do this and that together and i would feel great by doing this and that and you always pay attention to your feelings like you start naming you start imagining you start talking to yourself you start asking yourself questions like what do i want instead like this is what i don't want what do i want instead and then you start answering your question and you always keep in mind how would it feel when you have that because this is like the key part because when you start uh, thinking about how it would feel to have what you don't have now you get back to those feelings you start feeling them you start feeling like that and this is what i've been practicing for a while and it is it like it does work it helps a lot as long as you have this ability to notice when you're thinking negatively And that way, you can, like, switch. You can ask yourself. And also asking yourself, actually saying in your mind or out loud, if you can, that, okay, I'm thinking right now about what I don't want. But what do I want? When you ask that, your brain, like, starts answering this question. And one more thing that's very important here is to want to feel better. Because, you know, sometimes we're just... Uh, find ourselves stuck in the negative thoughts and we don't want to feel better. We're like, there's nothing to feel better about and like my life sucks and I don't know what to do and like there's nothing to be happy about. And what you need to understand is that the reality you live in right now is the reality that you created with the previous thoughts. Like what you thought a month ago or like a week ago or a year ago, you have now in your reality, right? And so, the main skill that you need to work on is to ignore your reality, your present reality right now. And you need to focus on new thoughts that will create new reality. And you can't do that when you keep observing this reality and saying, this is shitty and this is shitty and this is shitty and this is what I don't want and this is what I don't want and this is what I don't want. Like you keep creating that. So it's very important to want to feel better, to want to create your reality. And what helps me also is when I keep asking myself constantly, like once every few minutes, I remind myself that right now, with my thoughts and my feelings, I'm creating my future reality. And so, what kind of reality do I want to create in a week? And then I start like thinking differently. I start thinking like, "Ooh, I want to create an exciting reality where I'm just all cheerful and excited and magical things are happening, you know, and like stuff is is working, everything's working out for me. And it puts you in this vibe and then you get distracted like we all do. I get distracted and then Like, I forget about it and I keep thinking about something else. But the very important thing that I keep reminding myself of, that I keep remembering, is to ask myself every few minutes, like, right now I'm creating my future reality. So what do I want to create? And then I get back to that. And sometimes when it's hard, when I ask myself, like, okay, I'm creating my reality right now. Like, what kind of reality I want to create uh, in a week, for example and my mind is like, ah, I'm bored, like, I don't want to do that, no, I feel too bad, then the second question helps a lot, too, when you ask yourself, okay, so this right now is what I don't want, but what do I want instead? You know, I've heard it somewhere that our brain is this machine that likes answering questions, that likes finding answers, and the thing is that we always constantly asking it, the wrong kind of questions like what's wrong with me what's wrong with my life why is it not working out and blah 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 all this stuff and our mind is constantly finding answers for us and we don't like those answers they're like i don't know because i'm not talented i'm not good enough and because like my life sucks and those kinds of answers don't help to change our vibration you know and so when we start asking ourselves the right kind of questions Our mind is still looking for answers and we like, we enjoy those answers much more. So I would highly recommend to try this technique because it works. It works. But you know, we all are lazy sometimes. And the only time when it doesn't work for me since the time I've been testing it is when I become lazy in my mind and I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't want to do that. No. And then I keep spiraling down and you know feeling sad and sorry and worried and anxious and then it's much harder to get out of those kind of thoughts yeah and these quotes that i written down are also about the same things like i started from the very beginning of my notes and the first quote i wrote down says that the more you hold those negative vibrations then the more you hold on to those negative emotions in you the more often you feel how your physical body starts reacting to that negatively and every physical disease like every disease of your body says that you've been holding on to some negative emotion for so long that it now affects your body but it's all temporary but at the same time you need to pay attention and one way of working with disease that i've heard from abraham's videos on youtube is to figure out how this disease makes you feel. Like, what does it mean to you? And then realize that you've been feeling like that for a while now before you manifested this physical disease, like, in your body, you know? And you need to do something about that emotion because you've been feeling it for a while. And as Abraham Hicks say, like, if you have some you know, messed up vibration and you don't notice it, don't worry. It will get bigger. It will get louder. And when you receive, like when you manifest a disease, it's because of that. It's because the negative emotion that you didn't pay attention to, that you didn't take time to heal, became louder, became more clear, became visible. And now you have to do something about it. And so the beauty of this practice is that when you think negatively and then you ask yourself, what do I want instead? You start thinking positively and you can't at the same time think about something negative and something positive because those things are on different vibrations, you know? And when you think about something positive, at this very moment, you don't think about something negative. Unless you mess up your vibration, because when you start thinking about something positive, like about something that you do want, you add this but, 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 but. I want to feel togetherness. I want to feel this connection with somebody, but I don't have anybody. I want cuddles, but I don't have anybody. Like with those but, 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 buts you just mess up your vibration. And what you do is you don't go there. You just don't go there. You're like, okay, I heard you. We don't have anyone now and we're sad about this. Like, I heard you. I know that. But now we want to create a new reality because right now we're living in the reality created by those exact thoughts. So I don't want to think that anymore. I want to think something else, something different, something... Positive to create a new reality. What do I want instead? I want this feeling of connection. I want cuddles. And how would I feel when I have cuddles? Ooh, I would feel so nice and cozy and like full of love and all this. And you keep going. The mistake that I used to make for a long time is when I would just stop. I would feel more or less good, like not bad, but not really like, ooh, exciting. And I would just stop at that. I would be like, okay. I feel good now I can go do something else because like I have more important things to do than just, you know, fixing my vibration. And then I would just spiral back down because this is the habit of thinking that brought me here in the first place. And I need to do something about it now, you know? We need to make a habit of thinking positively. And these questions help when we ask them constantly. Part two, September 23rd. So, remember how I said that this book is called Money and the Law of Attraction, but it's not really about money? Well, it turns out that the part about money is like one-third of this book. If we take away all the ads in the end of the book, this is the beginning of the book, and this is the part about money and the law of attraction. This part is so valuable though. All the practices, all the good stuff, all the ways how you can change your mood and how you can make yourself focus, (laughs) not make yourself focus, focus on the positive side when you are observing the reality and being negative. They're all here and here they just mention them and they just go deeper into the subject of the law of attraction and how it implements into our relationship with money so they both are so precious but i was so happy to finally start reading about money and i also need to say that this is part one like this is law of attraction and money or money and law of attraction part one and we also have one more book this is part two and this is thicker this is bigger so this is part one and this is part two do you see it thank you do. And so I wanted to share with you today two things that I learned. First one is this part about deliberate creating based on what you want, based on your desires. And oh my god, I've heard this idea so many times from so many coaches and I just didn't get it. And yesterday I was reading this book and like I don't think they said anything new but I just heard it this time, you know. This is why uh, will listen to the same stuff on the law of attraction and spiritual teachings and like all the coaches, money coaches, relationship coaches over and over and over and over again. Because like you can read this information and listen to this information all this time and you don't get it and then you read something else and you finally get it. And I'm so happy I did get it. So when you want to create something that you want, it doesn't matter if it's an income. It doesn't matter if it's... Um, a relationship or like some material stuff or career or whatever how i would recommend doing it is make it an affirmation and do a mirror work session on this like figure out what you want what you really really want how genevieve rackham always tells to do this is you put your hands on your chest and you breathe in and breathe out and breathe in and breathe out and then you ask yourself What do I really, really, really want? What do I really, really want? Like, and it helps you to filter out all the things that you think you want, all the things that your relatives want for you, everything that your family thinks you need to want or society thinks you need to want. And you just filter it all out and you just listen to what you really, 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 really want. And then when you realize what you want, the idea then that I took from the book yesterday is that now you have your desire and the thoughts the ideas the beliefs that contradict your desire and this is why you have this back and forth like you want it but you don't have it but you want it but you don't have it and like and this is what stops you from manifesting what you want because your inner being your soul the source within you is already ready to give you what you want like your inner being has already become what you want, as Abraham Hicks said. But you, the human you, has all these beliefs, all these limiting beliefs that are contradicting your desire. And this is why you are still not seeing the things you want manifested in your reality. It's simple, right? And so what you do is you first and foremost hear them all and you hear them all when you're good at the mirror work because the very important thing that mirror work teaches you to do is to become aware of those negative thoughts that before that were just you know repeated in your mind almost unconsciously and now you like you see them and you hear them and they are right there and you can do something about them i have a separate video on my channel about mirror work and i will add it in the description box in here or here, not here. I highly recommend you listen to it. And so what do you do? Like, you write your desires as an affirmation, as if you already had it. Like, I make this and that amount of money monthly, being who I am, being who I really am. Like, I'm already making this amount of money. Or... Uh, Thank God. I, I like adding thank God, like thank you universe that I'm already married, for example. This is the affirmation that I used to repeat to myself when I was just in a long distance relationship with my now husband. I love being in this vibe of, oh, thank God it already happened. Thank God I already moved to another city. Thank God I'm already married. Thank God I'm already like rich. And thank God I already have this income that I want insert the number and then you do mirror work like you sit in front of your mirror and you say this affirmation like i already have this amount of money coming to my bank account monthly you say it to yourself in the mirror looking into your own eyes in the mirror and then you pause and then you listen to all the objections that are happening in your head like yeah right like i don't believe that I don't see how i'm not doing anything that makes money right now or like stuff like that for example you write it all down and then you look into your own eyes and you repeat this affirmation again and then you listen to another portion of those limiting ideas and you write them all down And maybe based on them, like maybe, for example, if you wrote down, like, I don't know how, or I'm not doing anything that brings money right now, you change it and make it an affirmation. Like, everything I do brings me money, for example. And then you do a mirror work with that affirmation. Everything I do brings me money. And then you listen to all the, you know all the bad stuff going on in your head again, and you write it down. So you do a mirror session, and then you see all the objections, and you try to make positive affirmations out of them, and you repeat them. Like with this whole exercise, you pull out all the limiting beliefs. You like shine the light in there, and you finally start seeing all those negative beliefs. And you keep doing that until you say an affirmation and you don't hear anything in response like your mind is quiet or maybe maybe then you start being excited about this affirmation like it's like the next step you say that and then you're like "Ooh, i'm excited and then you write down "Ooh, i'm excited it's a good sign but maybe it doesn't happen maybe like you repeat it and it's just quiet and like it's normal for you now It's a good sign. You can switch to another affirmation or to another desire written as an affirmation. And then after you clear out all the mess going on inside your head, now you're aware of it. And the next time you say your affirmation and this, like one of these thoughts shows up, you hear it and you're like, no, we've discussed it already. And you repeat your new affirmation. Or you can do another quick mirror work session on that again. And this is what I didn't get. This is like the idea that is more or less new to me, because what I've been doing all this time is I would repeat an affirmation. Like, I would figure out what I want, and then I would imagine myself having what I want, and then there would be this almost unconscious, almost subconscious stream of limiting ideas, of limiting beliefs going on, and I listen to it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know how, okay, I need to figure out how, like, for example, I want to make money doing what I'm doing, but I don't know how, like, I'm not doing anything that actually brings me money, and then it would be like, okay, I need to figure it out, but I don't. I don't need to figure it out because the inspiration figures it out. Your inner being figures it out. And you receive those ideas when you're inspired, when you're aligned. This is why your alignment should be like your first priority. You don't need to hunt down all the negative beliefs and try to solve them. This is not how it works because when you think about the limiting belief, about the negative idea you attract more negative ideas. And the brilliant thing, the brilliant thought in all of this is that every, 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 every negative idea, no matter how reasonable, no matter how realistic it sounds to you, no matter how logical it sounds to you, is not what we need. It's a limiting idea that stops you from having what you want right now. Like every idea in your head that contradicts Your desire is a limiting idea. You don't need to solve them. You don't need to divide them into reasonable and unreasonable and, you know, um, ignore the unreasonable and then think hard on the reasonable. No, they're all limiting ideas and you work with them the same way. And even if you don't see how you can make this amount of money right now, it's not your job to figure it out because the universe knows better because like, it can give you more information. It has more information and it has more opportunities to give you what you want, and you will get an inspired idea when you're aligned, when you ignore all those reasonable. And unreasonable limiting beliefs. Think about it. It's just magical. And then one more thing that is great about this book is that it gives you a lot of practices on how to switch your focus, you know? When you focus negatively, what can you do to be focused positively? And what I've practiced today, like I've practiced all of them, but my favorite were the turn the U-turn that like that I was talking about in the previous part of this video a few days ago. I use that. It's amazing. Then um, there is something else. Wait a second. What do I do? So, when I'm focused negatively, I either ask myself, okay, like, this is the reality, but what reality I am creating? What future reality I am creating? What's in there? And then I start thinking, like, oh, the reality where I feel good, where I'm comfortable, where, like, everything is nice and I have, like, a dishwasher. For example, when I wash the dishes and I hate it. So either this works and helps me feel better or not. Like today, for example, I tried it and I'm like, no, I don't like I don't have energy for this. Like it sounds like too much work, too big of a jump. Then I tried the next thing. The next thing is the turn where I'm looking at what I don't want. And I ask myself, okay, but what do I want? What do I want instead of this? And I started thinking in the opposite direction and it helped for a while so it helps like it depends on your mood like when i say that something doesn't work for me it doesn't mean that it's not gonna work for you because we're all different and because we're in different states of uh, negativity you know and like it, it depends on how negative you are in the moment because sometimes it will help and sometimes this very exercise won't be helpful and it's okay you can try them all and like look for what works And the third thing I did, the one that I didn't tell you yet about, is uh, what Abraham Hicks always talks about. Reach for a better feeling thought. I was listening to the video, I think, like two days ago. And there they were talking about Esther's friend Barbara. And there was something about what they said. When they said that Barbara refuses to see everything that is not pleasant. And I was like, pleasant. I need to look for something that is pleasant in my present reality. And this is what I did this time. So I tried those two exercises and they didn't work. Like I I mean, they worked for a while and then I was back to my negative thinking. But I really wanted to feel good, you know? And I was like, I know how it feels when I feel good. And life is beautiful and I'm inspired and I want to feel better. And so I was like, okay, better feeling thought and here again there was this part that i haven't tried before and it's very important for this exercise you look for a better feeling thought instead of trying to make a thought that you're already thinking that is not pleasant to you feel better this is what i did before where I would be thinking about something, then I would try to switch, I would try to find the positive and the negative, and it wouldn't work, but I would know that it's supposed to work, but it doesn't work, and oh my god, what do I do? Why don't I feel better? It doesn't work. No, it doesn't work because you're still looking at something that you don't like and you try to like it, and this is not how it works. You distract yourself and you look around for something that is pleasant, at least pleasant, because you can't make a jump from feeling unhappy to feeling happy. This is too big of a jump. And by the way, if you were wondering why am I bouncing when I'm talking, it's because I'm sitting on a fitball. It's so good for my lower back. This is why I, I lowered my camera so it would be like in front of my eyes. So anyway, going from unhappy to happy is too big of a jump. But when you're unhappy, you can look for at least something pleasant. Look for something that is at least pleasant. And this is what I did. So I was like looking around and then I was doing the dishes and I was thinking about all the reasons why my life is not what I want it to be. And so I tried those two exercises. They worked for a while and then they didn't. And I was like, okay, I want to feel good and I'm, I need to look for something that feels a little bit better. Like something that is at least pleasant in my surroundings. And then I found like and I was looking. I tried something. I tried um something else, like I concentrated on something else and I tried to feel good about it, but it was like no, it's not working and I was like okay, let's drop it. Let's not try to make myself um like something that I don't like. Let's instead look for something else. Just look around. What is pleasant? And then I looked at my plate that I brought from my previous apartment and I liked how it had flowers on it. And then I was like thinking about that. It's so pleasant. It's pleasant for my eyes when a plate has flowers on it. And then like there was a thought that I, I honestly tell you I received it. Because I was like, do you remember when you bought those plates? And I was like, yeah. I bought those plates when I first began living alone, I got my first apartment, I got mortgage for my first apartment. And when I was moving in, I felt so powerful and so, like, grown up because I'm now living separately from my mom and I decide what kind of plates I have and I'm gonna have those plates. Like, I saw them, I don't remember where I bought them, but I was so proud that I have plates that have flowers on them, and it was a sign of me, you know, adulting, and I was like, yes, I am that important now. I have my own plates, and I can choose how my plates look, and I was thinking about it all, and it was like, yeah, and I felt it, like, And now look at me. Now my life is so good. Like, I live with my husband, without my mom. And I choose how my plates look. Like, I'm so cool. And then something else happened. Then I, oh, and then I started singing, like, No need to laugh and cry. It's a wonderful, wonderful life. And I was like, oh, I remember the song. Like, I love the song so much. I was listening to a lot of Ace of Base when I was growing up. Uh, because they have a lot of, not a lot of, but they have positive songs. And I was a huge fan of Louis Hay back then, in my teenage years. So I was very careful about the lyrics I was singing and listening to. And so I was choosing all the songs with positive lyrics. I mean, that song is more or less positive, never mind. And so, and then I decided that I want to listen to it. And then I asked Siri to turn it on. And when I said, play Ace of Bass wonderful life. I was like, oh, Ace of Bass. I felt so nostalgic because I remembered all these times Well, I was just learning English. And I remember this feeling when the song stopped just being like a melody with blah blah blah. And I started understanding all the lyrics and I felt so happy. And then when I started listening to that song, I wanted to stand on my balcony because it's raining outside and I love rain. And so, like, it took me maybe five minutes from being negatively focused, hating the dishes that I was washing, to being absolutely happy, euphorical. Is it a word? Euphorical? Oh, euphoric. Euphoric. And I felt so happy. I was standing on my balcony looking at the rain and listening to this amazing song and singing it. And I felt so grateful. Like, it works! But it works when you not try to like things that you don't like, but when you actually look for things that are pleasant. Again, it's so powerful. I'm so happy you know it now. Anyway, I'm gonna finish this book today or tomorrow and then I'm gonna record the last part of this video. I feel so happy that I shared it with you now. You guys, try that. Like, it works. It freaking works when like the only thing for it all to work that you need is to want to feel better and i mentioned that already in my previous in the previous part of this video did i I think i did part three september 25th so i finished reading this book part one i'm going to start reading part two soon maybe today maybe tomorrow but what i want to say about this book part one is that this book is amazing actually like i've been waiting for it to become amazing because i started reading it because of the money mindset that i wanted to work on and the first part of the book was not really about money but when the part about money started it's amazing it's everything i wanted and i have high hopes for part number two because Um, like it's going to be... well honestly it's not really going to be just about money also because it has three parts and it's going to be like about health and about work and about money. But i'm not here to talk about this one so i'm going to talk about this one in my next video. Part number one is amazing and incredible and first i want to talk to you about the beautiful ideas that i found in the last part of the book that i just finished reading yesterday i think it was and idea number one is that your actions don't influence your life and like how your life goes as much as your thoughts and your words because your words are your thoughts pronounced out loud and your thoughts affect your life so much more than your actions and it's beautiful and it's not new and we all i think i believe heard it But the thing is that we live in the society where we are taught, we're trained to achieve stuff with the power of our action, right? And this is why, like, this is the idea that is hard, still hard. It was harder for me to understand. Now it's a little bit easy, but I still sometimes fall into this trap of thinking that I need to do something. Like, when I'm stressed, I need to start doing something. I need to to do something to change how I feel. I need to do something to, you know, to to solve my problems. And when you do something, when you make an attempt to solve your problems, but you do it with the energy of lack, with the energy of anxiety, you don't really help yourself that much, right? We know that. But it's so important to also know that and remind ourselves about that in stressful situations, because like in theory we all know that. But when we find ourselves in a difficult situation we don't remember that, we forget about this. And it's a very important thought to remember that first it's all about your vibration, first it's all about your thoughts, about your emotions that those thoughts cause, and then you do action when you feel better. I already talked about this. The idea number two that is also very important is this attitude, this mindset that we live with? And a lot of my clients face that. Like, this is something that I work with on a daily basis. When we think, when I achieve that, I will be happy. When I have what I want, then I will be happy. When I find my life partner, then I will feel incredible and, and feel love and feel in love. When I manifest that amount of money, then I will feel rich and successful and valuable and worthy. When I uh, buy this house, then I feel successful and that my life is working out. And it's like it's vice versa. We're doing it the wrong way. We're starting from the end, you know. And the quote that I wrote down from this book is that an unhappy journey... Can't have a happy ending. It's against the law of attraction. Like, your journey has to be happy for the ending to be happy. And, like, we never get it done. And this is why we can never get it wrong, right? If you're familiar with Abraham Hicks teachings, like, you heard this phrase a lot. But the thing is that you need to learn to feel good first. And this feeling attracts what you want. So, if you want to manifest love, you first need to feel in love, loved, and you need to feel this togetherness, that you're being part of a team, like you are being part of of this beautiful couple, and you have this love in your life, like you need to feel love, and you need to feel loved first, and this feeling attracts the person. You need to feel rich, And wealthy and abundant and successful and worthy first. And these feelings attract money and attract houses and cars and everything. And we need to learn how to feel good also because, like, when we put away our happiness, and this is also the, like, I don't think I read it in a book, I think I heard it from the teachings, like, on YouTube. But they gave this example that we think that when we achieve something, then we will feel good. But we haven't practiced feeling good. We don't know how to feel good. This is why when we achieve that, we cannot, like, we don't know how to enjoy that. And when we haven't practiced being happy, we don't know how to be happy. Because we need to learn how to be happy. Like, it's a separate skill that we need to work on. And I remember when I did know how to be happy, everything around me felt meh. Like... I was slightly annoyed with everything and I was not excited by anything. It doesn't matter the weather, it doesn't matter what's going on outside, it doesn't matter what's going on in my life. Every little success is not big enough to celebrate. Every little thing is not meaningful enough to be happy about. And when I began working on feeling better during the day, when I started doing shadow work, shifting a lot of deep psychological trauma and like all the stuff, when I began being connected with my emotions, I started feeling excited and happy about a lot of things. Like, it's raining, oh my god, I'm so happy about this. And I became one of these people that you've probably seen who are so emotional about stuff that is going on in their life, where a little tiny present that is considered meaningless for somebody else, they are so happy about it they like they want to cry from happiness at the same time i'm connected to my emotions which means that i'm connected to my negative emotions too not only positive positive. and it's a good thing because negative emotions are here for a reason when i feel something negative it means that like there's something going on that i need to address and it's just beautiful to be that connected with your emotions i think i described this practice that i did to yet like connected with my emotions but anyway you can ask me anytime and if you want to work with me one-on-one reach out anyway so it's so important to understand that we need to learn how to feel good some of us don't know that i didn't know that i didn't know how to feel good i didn't know how to refocus how to change how to switch the direction of my thoughts until I spiral deep down, you know, and feel sad and anxious and depressed. Your thoughts and your feelings are under your control. Your thoughts are under your control and your emotions are under control of your thoughts. And it's very important to understand that you need to learn how to feel good and how to actually feel the essence of what you're manifesting before you manifest it. And I remember when I was listening to Abraham's teachings, they said that, like it's logical for you to want to feel good. And I was like, "I'm not even sure. And this is how I felt for a long time that I'm not even sure it's logical for me to be happy. And like you probably would agree with me at some point, to some degree, that sometimes we feel like it's not logical for us to feel happy in these circumstances. Like it's not good enough for us to feel happy. But we feel happy first, and then the life around us changes. Our reality changes. And a very good practice, actually, to do that is to remind yourself that, like, what you have, somebody's dreaming about. I've heard it on TikTok, actually. It was some quote from Jackie Chan where he said, A bed I sleep in is somebody's dream. Like, somebody dreams about this comfort. And the peaceful sleep that I have every night, somebody dreams about. People who live in areas where there is war and they don't have the opportunity to have a safe, good sleep at night, for example. And like when you look around you and you realize that what you have and take for granted somebody is dreaming of, it already makes you feel better and you already start at least to understand that you have a reason to be happy right now. And this is like this beginning that you can start from, you know? And also this beautiful idea that I've heard uh, multiple times before, but like I didn't get it, and with the help of this book, I think I'm getting it, but I need to like to process it a little bit longer, that money is like air. It's like the air we breathe. So we breathe in and we breathe out. Like we attract money and we let go of money easily. And it's about how they explained it when they said that when you look at money as something that is limited and as something that you need to work hard for and do a lot of actions to receive, then you don't want to let go of it. And then you try to spend as little as possible and you want to make it last longer but the truth is that money is like air and when you try to you know to breathe in a lot of air so you could last like for the whole day it's impossible like you don't feel good right And so money is like that too. It can be like that. You don't have to work hard and work hard and like gather a lot of money and like have a lot of money and then try to spend it just little by little and sometimes even not spend it at all because a lot of us are stressful about spending money, right? I used to have this problem. I felt anxious every time I paid for food. I would go to a store And even if I buy something necessary, I was pieced with my... I actually have this video. I was pieced with my body because it's hungry, because I need to go and spend money and i will add the link to this video for you to watch it where i explain it like it's called money is your birthright and so yeah and they explain it beautifully in this book that money is like air you don't work hard like it's your limiting belief it's a contradicting idea because again more things are done with your mindset with your thoughts with your feelings than with your actions And a lot of coaches are talking about this, that when you work, 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 work hard from the wrong energy, you do a lot of stuff and not a lot of stuff happening because of that. This is why you have this, uh, not even illusion, like your reality is that you work hard and you achieve little. But when you do it from the right energy, when you put your alignment first, when you put your feeling good first, and then you get this inspired idea and inspired action and you do that like you act on that inspiration then this one tiny action has a lot going on like energetically and it brings you the results that are illogical sometimes a lot of coaches talk about this and so when you look at money like this that it's like an air you breathe where you just comfortably without any effort like you breathe in and you breathe out, and you breathe in, and you breathe out, and the same goes with money, like, you, your desires attract money, and then you receive those desires, and you spend money, you let it go easily, and then you have a new desire, and it attracts money, and, like, you take in money with the help of your desire, because you're open for it, like, you don't contradict it, you don't have resistance around your desire, you attract money, and then you let go, because, like, you on something that you wanted and when it's that easy you don't want it to last forever like you understand this idea that money needs to flow it needs to come and go like air you know it's so beautiful so about this book like i said first two thirds of this book are not really about money it's about the law of attraction and how it works the power of our resistance and what to do with it and practices And then the third part of this book is about money but it's amazing and I would highly recommend reading this book for everybody who wants to change their money mindset, who wants to work on their money mindset because it gives you this feeling that everything is going to be okay. Like When you're anxious about money, this book helps like it helps me when i feel anxious i just open it and i just read it and like it addresses a lot of limiting beliefs about money about how to make money about like how we want to work hard to receive money and it's the wrong way of attracting money you know and yeah it makes you feel better it makes me feel better And I'm going to definitely return to this book and reread some parts. But this is why I also write down uh, quotes from this book. So I'm going to get back to the quotes that I'm writing down, that I'm putting into my reading journal. So this book is amazing. I love it. I highly recommend it. It's called Money and the Law of Attraction by Abraham, no, by Esther and Jerry Hicks and um thank you so much for watching this video i'm going to start reading book number two soon and it has three parts let me tell you about this book a little bit it has three parts so the first one is about health the second one is about hold on let me check so the first part or like the third part it's it starts with the third part part three is about health part Four is about health, abundance, and well-being. And part number five is about career, about work, about how to make money. I'm so excited about this last part. Oh my god. I'm going to start reading this one and I'm going to also do updates as I read it and share with you precious ideas that I found in this book and the practices that I tried and how they worked and the precious lessons that i learned so anyway yeah i'm excited so excited about reading it thank you so much for watching i hope you found this video useful and don't forget to subscribe to my channel and like this video and i will see you in my next video peace is you the best Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something useful. If you did, please leave a review and rate my podcast and I will see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.